Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Monday, June 6th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. The woman behind a celebration of black artists tomorrow wants her show to do more than entertain. Even as we celebrate the music of black people, the black person is still relegated to the other. But I really want to inspire people to become ambassadors of empathy. Homegrown opera singer Adrian Danrich will speak with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin in just a few minutes. Gas prices are spiking again in the St. Louis region. Gas Buddy says the cost is averaging nearly $4.70 a gallon after increasing by roughly 18 cents a gallon in the past week. The national average is $4.85. Prices in St. Louis are up 58.5 cents from a month ago and nearly $1.90 from a year ago. Gas Buddy surveys more than 980 stations in the region. Illinois officials say the state's backlog of sexual assault evidence kits older than six months is now down to zero. Governor J.B. Pritzker says the improvement in processing the kits used for investigating sexual assault cases is due to more funding and new law enforcement facilities. Carrie Ward of the Illinois Coalition Against Sexual Assault says the state has made progress, but she'd like to see the turnaround time to process a kit drop even further. We must continue to address the barriers, both internal and external, that prompt us to recognize six months or 180 days as cause for celebration, because six months is still a long time for survivors to wait. Illinois still has backlogs of DNA evidence kits used to investigate other crimes, but officials say those buildups have decreased as well, some by up to 90 percent since 2019. Schnucks is bringing back a mask requirement for employees in many of its stores. The grocery chain says all workers and vendors at locations where the Centers for Disease Control says COVID-19 levels are high now have to wear face coverings. That includes St. Louis and St. Louis County. The retailer is still just recommending masks for customers. A Quincy couple will go to trial next year for their role in the January 6th uprising at the U.S. Capitol in Washington. Jason and Christina Girding have pleaded not guilty to misdemeanors. Legal documents include a photo believed to be of the couple inside the Capitol during the insurrection. The Quincy Herald Whig reports the two will go to trial April 17th. Organizers are touting the success of NASCAR's top-tier series race yesterday at Worldwide Technology Raceway in the Metro East. Roughly 60,000 people packed the stands for the sold-out event that officials say pumped more than $60 million into the region. St. Louis Public Radio's Eric Schmid reports it's the first time a NASCAR Cup race was held in the area. A sold-out crowd packed the bleachers for the start of the 240-lap race. For many local fans of NASCAR, it was a moment they had waited decades for. Glen Carbon resident Mark No went with three of his friends. We've all been NASCAR fans for 30-plus years. We've traveled all across the United States to watch races and we've always wanted to have one here. No says Worldwide Technology Raceway rivals many of the other venues he's been to. He says the track is competitive, making for an exciting race. In Madison, I'm Eric Schmid, St. Louis Public Radio.
Vocalist Adrian Danrich grew up in St. Louis before performing with opera companies throughout the country. She leads local musicians tomorrow in Music as the Message, Sing On, Sing On, at the Grandel in Grand Center. The tribute to African-American artists will include music from the black church, soul, and some opera. St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin asked Danrich how the mood of the show will be different from that of an opera recital. And when people ask me to do a recital, I never do a recital. No, come on, people, let's rock together. <laughs> you know, because it is a different thing. I mean, I, ju- I just did a, a concert in Carnegie Hall where it was very, we are presenting this work to you, and it was very proper. I was taught to be a lady, but I'm not always proper. <laughs> Time and a place, right? Listen, time and a place. So growing up in St. Louis, how did you find your way into the world of opera? I thought I was going to be Aretha Franklin when I was a child. At eight years old, my daddy had me singing Natural Woman on the stage, okay? (laughs) (laughs) What eight-year-old should be doing that? Shame on you, daddy. But anyway, (laughs) I I really thought that that's what what my path was going to be. When I was a child, I literally thought that opera was only for white people. Mm -hmm. Until I got into high school, and my high school music teacher ended up being my godmama, (laughs) Aquila Tinglin. Um, She introduced me to the Perry Twins, uh, Jesse Norman, Shirley Verrett, George Shirley. I was like, oh my God, mind blown. I had no idea. At all. The, about the, the lineage of yes, great black artists in Leontine this field. Leontine Price. Yeah. You know, when I first heard Leontine Price sing on that commercial for the United Negro College Fund, my mother would say, stop singing that song. Reaching for a dream that's past tomorrow. Another generation's are coming on. She had this turban on her head, and she was just so regal and just beautiful. And I was like, I want to do that. I knew that that's where I was going. Hearing you talk about this, I have no doubt that there are little girls out there who are having a similar experience who are saying, I like what she's doing, and <laughs> I can do that too. Thank you. I It's taken years to get to where I am now, um, to get to be in a spot where you say, I'm going to sing what my heart tells me to sing. Is there one song on the program for Music as the Message that just had to be there? Yes. It happens to be a song that I wrote. It's called Breathe, and I wrote it out of pain. After the murder of George Floyd, I was awakened at 4 a.m. I went in the kitchen with my phone because my husband was asleep, and I whispered this song into my voice recorder. And as the sun was coming up, I finished the song. Oh, time and time and time again, you've shown me I don't matter. There is a struggle in this country 
even as we celebrate the music of black people, the person, the black person, is still relegated to the other. But I really want to inspire people to become ambassadors of empathy and people of the possible. Because empathy these days has been thought of as a bad word. If you have empathy, you're weak. <laughs> if you have empathy, you are a snowflake. I know that can be inflammatory. But that is what the lexicon right now is how it's going. You're like, how can you care about somebody you don't know? It's called meeting the world with love. It's called empathy. That was singer Adrian Danrich speaking with St. Louis Public Radio's Jeremy Goodwin. Our David Casares edited that report. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.